The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast with your host, metaphysician, Reiki master, and hypnotherapist, Christy Clemens Hoffman. Each week, we will discover teachings, tips, and tools to radiate your best life ever with practitioners, authors, and luminaries to help you on your path. Wellness, joy, peace, abundance. What do you want to radiate? All right. So the both of you have had experiences with QHHT, led to it through Dolores Cannon. And I thought they were both incredible sessions. Missy, do you want to go first and tell about your session? I can. I don't know that I'll get the correct order on <laughs> how I did things. <laughs> one of my past lives, I was actually a man and I'm thinking like world war ii or world war one i died when i was i'm guessing like in my mid-20s i was either shot or i think i was shot because i don't remember bombs and i didn't talk about anything like that but there were people shooting at us and then my next life that life what it get me tell what it talked about sure yes It was showing that family can be more than just who you're born into. It can be as wide and vast. And sometimes you do things to protect those that you care about and love. And it might cost you your life, but you're going to save a lot more or a lot more of them than if you just are all on your own. Then the next slide was actually a light beam. And apparently when I was in my home, it was all love. There was no negativity and you need to go there. It's what I kept saying to refill and to keep your energy and everything up where it needs to be. Because on earth, there's people who come through and they just drain you. And if you don't keep that up, then I can't remember if I said the light being would be so dim, it would almost die, but you needed to be, but no matter what, they could go back and it would totally refill them and recharge them. But here on earth, there's some people who they're not happy 
and they really don't want what you have, but they don't want you to be happy and energetic. And at the end of the session, when I was talking with Christy, she said we were talking about different things and that I needed to use my information that I had gained and through my experiences in life and help others. And what I thought it meant, and now after listening to it several times, it didn't mean what I initially thought it meant, I don't believe. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Can you say more? I was thinking it was talking about the life experience that you and I had discussed, mm -hmm. which I think it could, but I think more so it's about raising everyone's energy instead of just dealing with the trauma and the situations that I've dealt with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For so, that reason, I really thought that your session was helpful for many people because it talked about how we do get depleted by these situations and by people and how yes. we can recognize when it's time to go get replenished again and what that feels like to be replenished. Yes. Cool. So now that you've listened to it a few times, what do you think you're going to do with it? I'm still listening to it because it's only been almost, it'll be two weeks on Monday. That long. Yeah. It's been that long. Uh -huh. Well, it was, no, I guess it's just over a week right now. Sorry, my days are off, but I've been listening to it and I'm waiting a little bit to get some more clarification before I like move forward with the next steps. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I was grateful that you asked about the podcasts and different things because that would have been an avenue that I would have moved towards, but they had said, no, that's not how she needs to move forward. So it was talking with people one-on-one, -on -one, wasn't it? Did that make sense to you? Yes, it does. So they were very prescriptive with you. Yes. Not the way that I thought it was going to go. Or like if you would have asked me beforehand those questions, it was basically the polar opposite almost of what I would have guessed. What would you have guessed out of curiosity? Um, I would have said more so like the podcast, because I feel like it's such a broader spectrum and anyone in the whole world has access to it. Where one-on-one, -on -one, it's more concentrated, but you're not reaching as many people all at once. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was more in that heart level, that heart to heart level, yes. right? Where you can ask questions about their lives and then you can tell about yours. So, I mean, what came up is that you were to use this trauma in your lifetime to reach other people. Yes. To work with them one-on-one -on -one and help them understand. You remember what you were supposed to help them understand? That there's more to life than what we have here on earth. Yeah. And that they're not alone. Right. We all have things that we're working through. And sometimes in certain situations, we feel like we're the only one going through it, especially when we're talking about the people we know, the people in our circles and everything. It's like nobody else is going through this. How could they possibly understand about it most of the time? Because a lot of people have gone through the same trauma, the recent trauma that I went through. A lot of people have went through that. And I've talked about it when I'm out with total strangers. And, you know, I'm out with a girlfriend who knows and they'll say a question and I'll answer it. And my one really good friend, she'll just look at me and smile. And she's like, cause she's been through it too. And she's like, I cannot believe you just said that. And I was like, what do we got to lose? And she's like, true. And every single person, and there's about six of them that over the last probably 
six to 10 months that I have just popped off a question. And some of them aren't even like in that realm, but they will make a comment and it's like, we all know they've been through what we were going through or are going through. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So your subconscious was saying you need to reach out to these people and you need to form a network to help them. Right. So that's something that's really positive that came out of that. Now, I don't know, Missy, if you remember the first part of the session being a light being, you remember that part? Yes. That's when I went home and I said, I had to go back to recharge. And then another light being would step in if I was going to be gone very long so that the body didn't die. That was fascinating. The whole concept of walk-ins of another soul coming in and taking over a life or a body that is already like incarnate and this other, I mean, you call them light person. Your light person has has to go get replenished. Well, I guess I don't understand like where they come in for just a short time. Basically, they're just there to keep the body alive. Mm -hmm. That was how it sounded. Is that still a walk-in? I think it is. I mean, I would call that a partial walk-in perhaps, right? But the way that you described it was so amazing. Yeah. Do you remember any of that? Well, I've heard it. I don't like remember it from listening to it that all of us need to go back and replenish and refill. And some of the humans here on earth now are not doing that. They get depleted and just stay that way and stay miserable. Yeah. And they do, they stay miserable. They're just depleted. You know, you have no energy. You're just tired all the time. You're just not yourself. Yes. You talked about, you have to find your cord. Do you remember that part? Yes. Yeah. Because the cord is what, yeah, I was listening to that because, and I was saying words that I don't think I've ever said some of these words before in my life. And I'm like, that just does not, it sounds more like a little kid talking, but yeah. And it was where the cord is connected, but that's how your light being gets back home, where home is connected and then you take it and you come back. And I understand everybody has one, mm-hmm. but I'm guessing that's how the ones who come to step in, I don't know how they get there. That's the part where now I'm questioning how that works. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I'm looking at the transcript now. It says, does everyone have a light person? Yeah. Well, how do we get in touch with our light person? They're in everybody. You just got to talk to it and learn from it. It wants everybody to know everything that would fix a lot of problems on earth. Yeah. And so just the way that you described or the way the subconscious described it through you was very, very, very helpful and very interesting. And I should say, Speaking of the childlike wonder, you were talking about how I don't like getting shot. I don't like tent hospitals and I don't like war. I don't like people shooting at us. It's really sweet. So cat sorry. And hospital. Yeah, I know the tent. There's a hole in me. I don't like having holes in me. It was so cute. So Kathy, can you kind of summarize your session as well? Yeah. So I think maybe came to the QHHT for maybe a little bit different reason or wanting a different something out of the session where I know a lot of people who come to it are interested in connecting with a past life or that sort of thing. And 
for some reason, I just didn't really have that as a goal of the session. I really wanted to just connect with that part of myself, the subconscious, the higher self, whatever we you know want to call it, because I've had a lot of experiences where that knowledge, that intelligence, the wisdom just pops in. I've had several experiences with, you know, people who have crossed over to the other side and, but it, it feels like for me, I have that experience and then I kind of go about the daily life and then I have another experience like that. And so part of it was, how do I really embrace that and live in that in a more, yeah, in a more integrated way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So in living it in, like you said, in a more integrated way and, and not just it's here that it's gone, it's here that it's gone, it's here that, and to really have it infuse my life more is what I was looking for. So as I was driving to Kansas City for this session, I, I bought this book on tape and I was listening to this woman who described a experience with someone that had died in the exact same way that was the experience that I had a few years back. And I never heard it described exactly like mine was. And so that really piqued my interest. And then she said, and this is in the car, you know, driving down to the session. Then she said, a few days after that experience, she bumped into someone in a yoga class that does the QHHT sessions and suddenly just felt like, oh my gosh, this is, you know, what she needs to do for herself. And she wanted to take that experience just like I have had and integrated into her life. And, and I thought, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. Like I'm listening to this on the way down there to the session and it's exactly what I want to gain from the session. So I go in and I tell Christy, I'm a little concerned about visualizing things. I'm not very good at, at the visualizing. And so sure enough, we start out and we go through a lot of the steps with visualizing. And it's like, she's asking me where I am. I'm like, well, I'm in the room with you you know, like on the sofa in your office. And I thought this is not going to work. And she just kept on going through the steps. And so we get to like the crystal river. Yeah. Thing, the river. Through all, all that I'm relaxing, but still feeling very aware that I'm really no place, but in the room. And then she asked if she could speak to my higher self. And when I said yes to that, something like I dropped in and so I was aware of everything that was being said. And I didn't, when I came out of it, and I've listened to now my session, you know, a few times, and it's the ease in which everything was said. It's like thinking stopped, reasoning stopped, and just the answers to the questions came. And like Missy, there was some direction about being a pioneer and not that's anything not more special, special, less special than anybody else is doing, but just that that's my role, that I'm supposed to be bringing something and a new way, a new perspective. There was a lot of conversation around the language that is used that keeps the thoughts and the perspectives in the three-dimensional experience. The subconscious kept telling me you're using the wrong words. You're asking the wrong questions because everything yes. asking was based an assumption of 3D reality from our perspective. Right. So if you ask a question like, how do I this or how do I that? Or, you know, when can I get to this place that I want in my life? That because you're not really there or because you're not really lacking, your question begins in an illusion. Yeah. And then if your question is based in illusion, the only answer can be something that keeps the illusion spinning back around. 
Yeah, and it was like our language keeps the illusion spinning back around. So I remember I asked, how can this client navigate her life using these higher spiritual principles? And the subconscious was like, ah, 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 navigate that. That is like a very physical 3D type of term. I was like, wow, God. It was, it was like, oh yeah, yeah. saying I got to navigate, it means I got to find it, but you're already there. Yeah. So, so your very question is keeping you in the place yeah. that you don't want to be. That was amazing. It was. It was, I mean, I'm still listening to it. I was like, oh, oh my gosh. And have you caught yourself policing your words or monitoring your words since? I haven't really policed my words because it feels more like it's not so much the words necessarily, but this is like hard to describe. Like the orientation? Um, so let's say a person says, I am the expression of heaven on earth, Right. Then when I go about my day and maybe whatever's happening in the day wouldn't necessarily fit that definition of heaven on earth, there's an expectation that the external has to change. So like yesterday, when I got home, I noticed, oh, wait a minute, that statement that I am the expression of heaven on earth requires the allowance of seeing how that's going to show up, not my expectation of what it's supposed to look like. Oh, Wow. So that like I was putting, I am the expression of heaven on earth, projecting it out as if then the people in my environment, the happenings in my environment are supposed to show up a certain way instead of trusting that I am the expression of heaven on earth and allowing that to show itself. Mm. So subtle difference, but a big one. Because I'm not asking a question now. So to answer, it's not how do I or why am I not? Mm -hmm. It's, oh, 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 wait a minute. It already is there. There's not a question. I mean, it's so subtle. I hope I'm making sense. I've also connecting to that part after the session now is happening easier and more often. I think you both would probably think this was really cool. When I was just doing a meditation a couple of days ago, it's like right in that place, what do you call it? Dolores calls it the sub something and not the subconscious, but the, the theta state. It's when the theta state, but I thought she had another word for it too. Like the, well, there's the subconscious, which is the consciousness that's just behind our waking consciousness. And that's what she yeah. called. So yes. And in that theta state, right. So it's right before you would fall asleep, but it's yeah. Yeah. So I was super relaxed and right. I was, I hit that state. And then as I was coming out of it, I heard now you have an escort. What? Now you have an escort. I heard, that's what I heard. I said, an escort, what's an escort? And the answer was, an escort is what you have when you no longer need a guide. Because a guide influences and directs, and an escort is a partner. They accompany. And they are there when you are already on the path and you know, and they're just reminding you that you're not alone. Yeah. And I've never heard that before. I've never heard of an escort, that there's something. And as soon as I asked what the difference was, that was the difference. So that seems to be in the difference in the perspective about living. It's still unfolding from after connecting in the session. Now, I remember in your session, Kathy, that the subconscious, the SC, we called it, also said, now that you know how to, and I'm going to butcher this, so please correct me. It's like, now that you know how to open this channel and let us in, you kind of have a sense memory. Is that even close to what you remember? 
Yes. And, and I think the word that was used was it's familiar now. The more familiar it becomes, then the easier it is for that to sort of be the dominant energy. Mm -hmm. Now, what's interesting is that, I mean, you two came in in the same week and I had somebody come in this week who picked up Kathy from where you left off. And can you tell that quote again from Dolores about subsequent sessions like dovetailing into each other? Oh, yes. Just that she said the collective would be speaking through a client in a session with a certain message. And then when that session was over and she would be in a session with the next client, the message would pick up from there. It's exactly what happened. It was so cool because we were talking about language and how words are such a reflection of our reality as we understand it. And then in the next session, this is somebody from Illinois. So like states apart, right? And that's what gets really cool is because there will be, you know, I get people from all over the place, all over the world, actually. And then there could be people from two very, very different locations are describing the same things, saying the same things, picking up where one left off, but you don't know each other. There's no way. And so this person this week was saying how your languages are built around the way that people believe in these certain geographical locations, what their beliefs are, what their standards are, how they experience reality. Their language is kind of this yin and yang symbiotic thing. The language forms from their mindset and the mindset forms from the language. And it was just such a perfect dovetail from your session. It was wow. Yeah. It is. It's amazing. And the client had a very similar, well, I'm going to say the same client had the same experience of not truly connecting with other mm -hmm. lives, not connecting with the visualization, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden something clicked and off to the races, just a steady flow of conscious words. It was crazy. And the subconscious kept calling me young lady and Woman, it was hilarious. Woman, oh my gosh, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> he said, "What? Say that again." He's like, "Woman, do you understand what you're asking?" And uh, oh. lady, what questions do you have? Oh gosh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> and they even said, "You don't have to ask the questions that he has on his sheet. You can ask whatever questions you want." Oh my gosh, that's really funny. Isn't that hilarious? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh wow. So all right. We've got some awesome recaps here. Amazing sessions. Both of you had such great truths to come through. Missy, in your first experience with another lifetime, there was the idea of being this light being coming to watch over earth and make sure that everybody's safe, that there's nobody that's where they don't belong, that everybody is where they belong, and that there's no danger and keeping everybody safe only to land in another life where you're yes. basically doing the same thing. Did that hit you at the time? No, I actually forgot about that part. <laughs> when you asked me earlier, I was like, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> but yeah, the thing that threw me the most is here on earth, my happy place is next to some body of water. And that light being, there was no water anywhere around it was all trees and there was no snow which I do not care for snow at all but as I've been driving it's like I get little visions and it's like huh okay and then I'll go back and listen and try and figure out 
where does that play in? You know, what are you trying to tell me? And normally most of I am getting more, I have auditory. And yeah. so during the day now, I'm starting to get some auditory, but at night it's like, I don't sleep, but it's full auditory. Can you explain so. a little bit more what you mean by that? Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. I don't want to take too much of your time, but I would like to ask you a few simple favors. First of all, please rate, review, and share this podcast wherever you're listening. You know, it sounds like a simple little thing, and it is, but it has a huge impact for us because it helps other people find us in the podcasting algorithms. I don't know how it works, but I do know that it helps a lot. Next, if you would subscribe or follow wherever you're listening, whether that's YouTube or Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Pandora, Spotify, wherever you're listening, just hit subscribe or follow, and that helps you and it helps us. It helps you because then you receive notifications when we have a new episode that's out. It helps us because, again, algorithm, magic, I don't know what happens but it helps. And then finally, you can support our podcast in a tangible way by going to radiatewellnesscommunity.com slash podcast, and then click on support the show. Now we have a new feature too. We are now on Patreon. You can find us on Patreon. You can also find the link to Patreon when you go to radiatewellnesscommunity.com slash podcast. So on Patreon, for $3 a month or $5 a month, you can support your metaphysical and spiritual growth. You can learn about upcoming guests, and you can get early and ad-free versions of the shows. So please support us. This podcast is free for you to listen, but we have costs, and quite frankly, they come out of my pocket. So if you like this content, if you get a lot out of it, please see what you can do to give back. Thank you so much. Well... Okay. It was always between like one o'clock in the morning to three o'clock in the morning. And I've had this basically my entire life. Like if I was questioning anything, my answers come during that time frame, And it didn't matter, you know, what I was asking. That's when my answers would come. Well, since finding out about Dolores, it grew. And now it's like when I'm out and around doing things, if I have a question, the answers will come and they'll just talk to me in my head. And I'm like, huh, this has been with me all this time. But the human part of me was so closed off, I couldn't hear it. And now I feel like the more open I am, the more I'm getting. <laughs> Can't tell you how many people had the message come through in their subconscious that we've been talking to them all along. They just don't trust it or they don't believe it, or they're not paying attention. I don't know. How does that strike you? Oh, yeah. Well, like I told you even before that I've had some different experiences 
throughout my life. And I said, sometimes I feel like they're telling me, I'm going to take this two by four and smack you in the head because you're not listening. And if that doesn't work, we'll come up with something else. But I don't know, I guess I'm listening better and following what I'm being told. Mm -hmm. Now, Kathy, you were concerned with visualization in our time together. What I said about that is visualization is not all visual. Right, right. How do you feel you've been perceiving since we met last? As it relates to visualizing or... Or how you receive their insight. I mean, because we're always getting their insight, but, you know, we might have different ways of receiving it, which is the same ways that we might use in a QHHT session. Like that can be visual, like with images. It could be auditory where we hear the voice. It could be a feeling or a sense, like I feel afraid or I feel like there's space around me. Or it could be cognitive where there's just, I don't know why I'm thinking of this word, but the word marketplace comes to mind. So those are four different ways that we might receive this information in a session. So Kathy, after yours, how do you feel like you've been receiving? Well, I think, like I said, you know, before Missy was sharing her other piece, that it's so much more, it's closer and it's happening more often, right? Like that the message of the escort, right? That came afterwards. Like that was like, oh, and I even asked, what's the difference? I mean, what's an escort? And then the answer was just right there. And then sometimes it isn't a feeling like when I realized that a declaration like heaven on earth, that I realized I was getting stuck because I was looking for it on the outside, right? And so that really made a lot of sense. And then I feel like this is funny. Sometimes I feel like I get this in my dreams information that I think, well, what am I going to do with that? And it's just sort of, I don't know why I would get it. So one example, and I think the first, I'll just jump ahead and say, I think the takeaway for me is showing me that the communication is happening and it's there for me all the time. Right. So last night I had this dream and I woke up in this void and it was about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Okay. And I don't care about Either one of them, what they're doing in their relationship, I don't, you know, what's that? Well, see, that's what we call it here in Kansas City. Swift. Right. Yeah. I mean, I like Taylor Swift, some of her music. I'm a Chiefs fan, but you know, whatever. I don't follow either one of them. But anyway, I have this dream and I wake up and it's about Travis and Taylor. And the voice said they have an Amish engagement as in like the Amish, right? An Amish. And I'm like, what? And I woke up this morning, I'm like, Amish engagement. What is an Amish? I've never even heard of such a thing. So I looked it up. When these things happen to me, they're always a something. I just didn't know something until I get, and like, what is this? So I look it up. An Amish engagement is the Amish get engaged, but they keep it a secret until right before the wedding. They keep it concealed until right before the wedding. I'm literally driving home from work today. And on the radio, it says, that Travis just asked Taylor's dad if he can marry her. So they're engaged, but it's hush-hush. We don't know anything about it because they're keeping it under wraps until closer to the wedding. So I'm like, this is so weird. But what I got from that wasn't that whatever. I don't think it has anything to do with any of them. I think that the message was, you see, you have access. That The example was so obvious that to me, the takeaway in the message was that this is coming through like more, more and more and more the things that, that you wouldn't think that you could know that you actually, you have access to that. 
that was my takeaway from it. Right. It was more like a, wow, how could I have known something like that? Crazy. Missy, I see you nodding your head there, girl. What's going on? Oh, no. I was just, yeah, things like that happen. And it's like, huh. Huh. Yeah. And I think some of the times they do that to show you, look, you have access to all kinds of information. You just have to right. That would be, I also do not follow either one of them, but in Kansas, it's everywhere. Right. And it's like, okay, let them have a private life. Let them be out right. of the like. Right. But it's like information that we all think, well, I mean, the Amish engagement, Swelsey, that's very mundane, very kind of earthbound type of information, but you know, any of this stuff about light beings, light bodies, your light person, the cords, have the sense memory of how to channel, have an escort to help you through it. I mean, all of these type of concepts that we might read in a Dolores Cannon book, or we might see on one of her videos, it's like people are actually accessing this stuff. So it takes it out of the theoretical, isn't that cool? And into, wow, this is happening for me. You know, it's crazy. So a week later, what are you left with? Like, what are your takeaways still like a week later after having this amazing experience? Who wants to go first? I can't. I feel a lot more calm. Like, I don't know how to explain that, but it's just more calm. And like, things do not bother me that would bother me before. It's like, oh, there's something bigger and better out there. Okay. You can think what you want. That's your choice. And it's very relaxing. So relaxing what do you mean by that just well especially with our businesses it's like things that normally would make my anxiety go up or make me crazy some days it's just like okay I just go on right. and I figure it's all gonna work out now some of my partners they're not there they're not even close but you know it's part of it but I take your meaning though when we realize that we have a direct connection to source, we have a direct connection to higher selves, kind of takes the pressure off. Yeah. And Kathy, what is your biggest takeaway a week later? I feel like it's just the beginning. Ooh. That's like, it's just, something's really unfolding. Like, I feel like I'm crossing the threshold of something. This feels like having this session really helped to align my human self and my higher self, like that kind of came together. And, and now that they're more aligned and it feels like the higher self is closer, there's this unfolding. I just have this feeling like two months from now might not look like this at all. Wow. Wow. And that I want to do another session. And I know not everybody does, but I do because I feel like it was just getting rolling and that there's more there. What are you going to do with all of this? Well, I don't know. It's like, it's already being done. You know, it's starting to happen. And I, I guess I'm just going to continue to listen to where it leads me. Good, good. Have you sat down to connect with your higher self since I saw you last? Me, you're asking me? Yeah. Oh, yes. And I think it's naturally just there now. Like, I don't have to do much. Yeah, in that meditation, I was sharing the escort thing that came. I mean, that was an example of it. Mm-hmm. Have you been contacting your higher self since I saw you last? I have. And it's like, now I talk to it more like I talk to a best friend. Mm. The easiest way to describe that. And I would like to piggyback off of Kathy 
how she was describing it as it's just beginning i think that's where my calm it's like this is all okay you're gonna be fine i think that's where the calm and the relaxation came from mm -hmm. she said that and i got chills and i was like that's it that's what i was trying to say mm. didn't your higher self even say it's going to be okay she's going to be okay yes yeah. When we know how eternal we are, I think we realize on the one hand, it could seem like I'm just a drop in the ocean, this vast, vast ocean. But on the other hand, it could be a feeling of I'm part of something much bigger, you know, subtle difference, but still a big difference. And when we realize who and what we truly are, then maybe that can create some of this feeling of just calm. It's like I'm off the hook. Because I'm not alone. Missy was one of your big messages too. You're not alone. Right. Wow. Anything else that we haven't talked about that you, either one of you think is important to mention about this type of work or maybe even next steps or how are you going to integrate all of this? I feel like I'm still trying to figure it out. It was a lot of information and it's like every time I listen to it, it's like I get a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Kathy? I would agree with that. And I think this kind of work is important because the avenue or the space for people to come in and connect with a deeper part of themselves. I mean, it's like Missy was saying that she's going to be all right in the denser energies where beginning, you begin and you end, right? And the fear of death exists and all of that. I mean, that when suddenly you lift up into a higher frequency and you connect with your eternal self, you know, it's really... Since that session, it's like it, when you're saying, what are you going to do with it? It's all still flooding in. Like Missy was saying, it's still, I had this awareness about even with our language when we were talking that we live in this duality where there's opposites, but in this fifth dimension, that doesn't, so even when we try to understand what oneness means, it's because we're trying to understand it from the opposite of oneness, but oneness, true oneness doesn't have an opposite. So those kinds of, oh, like that's something that occurred. And it, it's still just flooding in from the session, like things that I thought, oh my gosh, I was looking at it like that. And really it's like this. It's just continuing. So the value of these kinds of sessions is for people to become free, to really understand their true self from a place that does not have the limitation, the struggle, the pain, the death, the fear, which is really life-giving. Mm -hmm. so you know it's uh god how do you put a value on it it's priceless priceless i just think knowing who and what we truly are is probably the biggest gift we can give ourselves and anything that comes out of that like missy what you were talking about anything that comes out of this like the calm or the peace or you know having that direct line to the higher self I call those unintended benefits that maybe we go in for one thing or think we're getting one thing, but what we get is something really different that maybe we didn't even know that we needed or was possible, not even know to ask in some ways. I don't know. I don't know. Do either of you have questions for each other? Not now, but I'm so glad we're connected because I feel like meeting you now and talking about this, for me, it's like, oh my gosh, another person who went through a session the same time that I did and is having the same, even though the content of like where we navigated, but still what we're experiencing, what's happened, the transformation in our lives is the same. 
And it makes me feel like, I don't know how you feel, Missy, but for me in my life, I don't know a lot of me's. Most of the people in my life are resonating with the denser energies. Meeting you makes me feel like, oh, I think the world is changing and there's more people out there and we're starting to connect. So it makes me feel a real sense of connectedness. And I, I would reach out to you if I had a question now, you know, if I would do that now, we've had a chance to share some conversation tonight. I think it's important to connect with people who've had similar experiences. Yeah, Missy, what were you going to add? Oh, I was just going to say, I have learned over the years, I have a lot of different connections doing different energy work and doing different things, but it's things I've been told by multiples that you're very open-minded and a lot of people are not that way because I did it with Kathy as well as I went in and I'm like, you are in a lot higher energy than I am. You tell me what I need because what I think I need and what I really need are not the same. But that's came over years and years of going and doing different things. Mm -hmm. And I was blessed. We lived up north. We lived close to a large Indian reservation. Mm -hmm. And I had, that's where I really got a lot of connections and a different way of seeing things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Still totally different than a lot of the things that I had tried. And it was like the final puzzle piece, I think to find the calm and to get rid of some of the stuff that I'd been carrying. I only get some answers about some things that you've been wondering. You know, something you said there, Missy, made me remember that, you know, you come in thinking that you want one thing or you've got certain questions and you realize that those are not the questions that you need. Yeah, the subconscious will sometimes say, well, not in so many words, but they'll basically be like, oh, you brought in questions, a whole list of them. That's cute. (laughs) This is what you need to know instead, (laughs) which happened the other day in this fantastic session that was a dovetail of Kathy's. It's like, oh, brought in questions. That's really neat. But (laughs) we're not talking about that. Being open to, it's like, this is what I think I want to know. And this is what I think it's going to happen. This is what I think I need in my life. But being open to, there's a greater intelligence at play here. And it really knows you much better than you know yourself. And um, being open to, this is what I think I want, but what I really need might be different. Either one of you, did you get any surprises? Well, I got the one surprise about my in-laws, which made me very happy. I was not expecting that. I was expecting the other. So the other spectrum, that was nice. Right. And I managed that relationship, you know, not quite what you expected, but it's what you needed. Yeah. I mean, like little things like that, you think, okay, I think I've got this figured out. And then they're like, "Mm, no, you don't. Nice try. How about you, Kathy? Any surprises? I didn't know there was such thing as an Amish engagement, but we have a lot of Amish around here. (laughs) I've never heard of such a thing. Yeah. I might have to give it some thought. I mean, I think the whole thing's been surprising. Just the how much easier it is now. I feel like it's easier. That was once I connected in the session, now getting there just seems more natural. It's like kind of just living in my immediate space. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as something that I would could go like, woo, surprise. I mean, nothing's coming to me. But if I think of something that was a surprise, I'll circle back. Fair enough. Fair enough. For me, a surprise with you, Kathy, was how you were not connecting with other lifetimes, other dimensions, et cetera, until we got to the subconscious. And then all of a sudden, everything started happening, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 
So mm -hmm. we can really predict what's going to happen in a session. I mean, truly, every session is so different. Everybody's so different. But it's possible to connect with the subconscious in, in very surprising ways. So what, was there a surprise in the session? Is that what you meant? I thought you were saying since then, but in the session, was there a surprise? Something that maybe you didn't expect or didn't anticipate or something that was just unattended. Yeah, I don't know if it was so much a surprise. It was more just kind of like what Missy said when she went back and she's like, oh, I was using words that I wouldn't normally use. It was that kind of the ease at which the knowledge and, and the information just flowed with no thinking and no reasoning. It was just surprising. And I don't, I don't know if you remember... Christy, one of my questions, and you asked it, and they said, oh, yeah, she didn't need to worry about that. Like, don't waste her time. She didn't need to waste her time with that. Like, just to your point, sometimes they'll say, that's not a question that you really even need to spend time thinking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're very forthright about that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it was surprising all of the way that they kept saying, we don't mean to offend anyone. There was a lot of, we're very matter of fact. And when we're saying what we're saying, we don't, we don't mean to make it feel like we're judging or criticizing that there's a lot of making sure that the message coming out in a very matter of fact, firm way, wasn't something that was meant in any way to criticize or judge anyone. That was kind of surprising. There was so much care around that. Yeah. They were very careful to make sure that we understood that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's, they understand what a human perspective is, but they can be very frank. They can be just almost blunt. They can be hilarious. It's interesting how the subconscious will come through in so many different ways through so many people. Well, and unlike Missy, mine, when they ask about past lives, I said, no, she's not lived on the planet. She's not has past lives. And there was something about because the one life that's living is an illusion. So all the other ones are too. So that's not what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about the fact that she's not even human, nor is anyone else because human is just a perspective. It's like, huh? Yeah. So I guess that was surprising. Like, holy smokes. Yeah. I've forgotten about that. Yeah. Like that was human is a perspective. Not a thing. <laughs> oh, God. I know. I remember we both sat there after I brought you out. We were just going, wow. Oh, wow. How does all that work? But I mean, it turned our perspective. Okay. My perspective turned on, on its ear, right? Because I can't speak for your perspective. I don't know what your perspective was before, but it's like yeah. it turned thing on its ear. Yes. Oh, for sure. For sure. And Missy, your session wasn't like that, but there were some things that came out that like we're connected by cords to our light beings inside or light person, and we can come in and out all the time. So that was also something that was a big paradigm shift too. Very cool. Any last yeah. thoughts from either one of you? I'm excited to do it again, but I'm waiting until after I get through where I feel like I'm at a, I've learned a lot more from my last session. I don't think a week in that I'm ready for another session to learn more. Agreed. Yes. I, I'm really looking forward to another session too. And, I, and it's going to take a little time to let this, I want to let all that was uncovered in this session fully impart the message. And then I'll know when I'm ready for the next step. Yeah. Yeah. And typically QHHT is one and done, but you know, sometimes people just want to know what more is out there. 
what comes next, you know, it can generate a lot more questions too. Do either of you have any words of wisdom for anybody who would think about doing a session or exploring what's out there? If you're even considering it, do it. Because even the worst thing that can happen is you don't go under at all, but the benefits are extremely up. There's no negative to it. You're not going to come out with anything less than what you walk in with. That's a good point. Kathy? I would really echo that exactly. Do it. If you're drawn to it, it's just an amazing gift that's there to allow a person to connect with. And like Missy said, there's nothing to be afraid of because it's you talking to you and you loves you. And so you's not going to tell you something that you don't want to hear. You is going to tell you what you do want to hear to help you connect with who you really are. And it's an opportunity to bridge the gap. So yes, if you're considering it, do it. Awesome. All right. Well, with that, I thank you both for joining me tonight. I've been looking forward to this for several days that just at the very least, like I said, to introduce the two of you so you could know each other and, you know, kind of walk through this together, the aftermath and the putting everything into place, walk through it together. So anybody who wants to do a session with me, I've got a private Facebook group too for those who have done this and a safe place to talk and meet each other and just swap stories and swap experiences and ask questions and things like that. But it doesn't have to be with me. Can, we've got thousands and thousands of QHHT practitioners around the world. So anybody listening to this, if you've been thinking about doing a session, find your local practitioner and it's quite easy to do and uh, quite easy to find somebody and quite easy to do the session itself. So anyway, thank you both for joining me tonight. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Okay, bye. Radiate Wellness is an international community of holistic and alternative healers dedicated to helping you create spiritual, energetic, and physical well-being. To learn more about our practitioners, services, classes, and events, or to schedule an appointment, visit us at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.